Hopefully, we are live. Good evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening live, uh, this is John Johnson on Radio Edutalk. Tonight, um, I'm delighted that Pat Walkley is going to return. Um, he's been on the show before, about a year ago, I think. And he's going to be talking about PressEd, which is described, Pat, as a WordPress and education pedagogy and research conference on Twitter, which just about fits into a breath for me. So good evening. Yeah, yeah, I apologise. It's the, um, it's uh, trying, uh, not trying, but aspiring to be accessible and to make it as open to as many people within kind of educational circles as possible. So you want to kind of say what it is. So some people doing, would be using it for WordPress for, for teaching, some might be using it for disseminating information about research projects and might be talk, using it to talk about their own experiences and, and, and blogging in a kind of more traditional sense and trying to yeah reduce all those experiences down but at the same time not reduce them too far and just say wordpress and education because that that rules out um rules out some people and then and the last thing we want to do is uh well we have to rule out some people because you have to choose wordpress and the topic um but we don't want to rule out um people or make people think that their submission wouldn't he wouldn't be welcome. Um, we had um, a group of people from the NHS followed the Twitter account a couple of weeks back, and I, I said to them, "Look, I just want to make it clear that um, they worked for the NHS Learnings this or, or something along those lines." I said, "You guys would be would be more than welcome to submit um, if you wanted to. Um, we're quite flexible with that, um, and uh, particularly such as with your own organ, your own organisation. Um, we're not a university." Um, only mm, yeah. uh, conference we would be we'd happily take stuff from colleges um we'd happily take stuff from from schools um and so on and so forth we're not we're not uh, looking to exclude anyone it's brilliant uh maybe pat we could just roll back a couple of minutes and you could just give us a sort of elevator pitch of who you are where you've come from what you do before we roll on to the topic uh yeah so uh my name's pat um i for my since have been in learning technology now for possibly this is my 15th year um so i i used to work for leicester city council and i was involved in and in doing training courses um as part of my job uh, to to help people um largely in the social in what was social services to to, to learn new technologies that were, that were being rolled out and from there i went to work for the university of nottingham um where pri- my primary output was uh, the Zerti- project or to work on the Xerti project so if, you, if you've ever used Xerti um, online um, a lot of the early coding that was me it's now a successful online project without me uh, but it, but a lot of the early stuff was was, was, was my work and my boss's work uh, from there I went to the University of Oxford where I did um, I started working kind of full time on WordPress um, uh, and I spent a year and a half there on various open educational resources projects so uh, if OER isn't something that your listeners know about, it's basically resources that have had uh, a more permissive copyright copyright status attached to them. And then I went to the University of London, where I did a lot more WordPress stuff. Uh, uh, and I left the University of London, I think, 2015, could be 2016. And since then, I've been um, self-employed full-time. Um, and a large part of what I do with that is WordPress um, and I think uh, seven years old is Natalie's blog post about having a WordPress and education conference and we'd ummed and ahed about it forever and um, I think two two Novembers back now my partner who researches heritage crime uh, which is uh, such things as basically um, stealing lead off church roofs or vandalising historic monuments or, or um, uh, basically uh, um, lots of things to do with, with with anything that has achieved a heritage status within a within a community. Did a did a Twitter conference, which is the public archaeology Twitter conference, um, which is one that we're we're based off. And I was sitting um, next to her because I work from home, and she was tweeting off the sofa. Um, and my brain just went, "Oh, we could do a WordPress conference on Twitter." And I, and I sent Natalie, uh, my my co-organizer, who um, uh, who sadly can't be with us tonight, um, uh, a tweet. Or possibly a DM to say, "Hey, can we do a Skype?" Uh, I think we did a Skype two or three days later, um, and yeah, Pressed was born. Um, so we, we think we had the first Skype in November, and we we announced it in 
January of last year and we did it uh, late March uh, um, last year um, and it was a pretty it was a I think uh, well, you, you 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 took part in it John so you can say but I think it was a uh, I think it was successful I think it set out to do all of what we wanted it to do I think it, you know, it, was, it, it was a very interesting from so many different points of view um, not only from the content but just the method of presenting and things like that it was it was, it was a really interesting conference um, and what interests me is one of the things maybe talk about the old one is lots of educators are in Twitter chats so there's a hashtag chat or whatever people this but this was this I think was quite different um, and I suspect an awful lot more work for yourself and Natalie to organise um, but possibly a bit more longer lasting than a Twitter chat yeah I think um, we did we did uh, after after we chatted to you last year we did an interview for Chris Rowell who was one of the presenters uh, at Press Ed, um 2018 and he's, he was doing a book on social media and I said um, I think one of, my, one of the last things I said so you'd have to listen through the entire podcast to, to find this pearl but I was talking about how um, it feels like, like a public good um, I mean this isn't to, to belittle um, Twitter chats but it felt like we'd created something that was um very open, very accessible, um, and to a large part, still there as an experience. A few, a few of the presenters are people who, for, for for personal reasons, delete their tweets after a certain amount of time. But the vast majority of the tweet content is still there, uh, um, and and at the time, it would have been at least there for for three or four months. It still exists as a conference, um, and if you compare that to, to a lot of other conferences or, or events. Um, they are quite um, transient in their nature, in that you, you you can't partake in them unless you you were there, really. Um, and it, this was a, another thing that came up a while back cause, because someone asked me if it was a virtual conference, um, and I replied, uh, "All conferences, you can't go to a virtual." Um, and, and you know, there's that. It, it feels quite weird to try and place it because. People expect that conferences are things you can you attend, um, mm. and we did we did some research afterwards on on, on conferences. Like we were writing a, a, a little book chapter on it, um, and something like twenty percent of all flights in the US at least are uh, to attend conferences. And uh, UCLA now um, carbon offsets all of its um, conference flight or all all of the flights its staff members do to go to conferences just because of. The, the environmental impact and we found a really interesting blog post by some climate scientists in the US and for one of their leading conferences uh, um, they all tried to get there without flying um, and I, I don't know if you've ever tried to use American trains um, but, but but they're not I, I remember once um, remember once being in LA and I was trying to get to Salt Lake City, um, and the only way to do get from LA to Salt Lake City was you had to go to Chicago uh, get off at Chicago and got on a train that went to Salt Lake City and it would have taken three days and would have cost me, I think it was over a thousand dollars to do yeah. that journey I think hitchhiking yeah. is the way to do it yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't take you longer, you could walk probably faster <laughs> but, yeah. so an ecological event then, press ed yeah, yeah I think I think it's, I think over the oh, it, in the last year, I have become um, uh, not quite more politicised by it, but definitely more more or kind of um, socially minded by it. So, mm-hmm. so, so just to compare this year to last year, um, this year we translated the papers into um, the ten most spoken languages in the world, unfortunately, not, and also in theory the ten most read. But I can't speak for for necessarily the variations in literacy. Um, that cost us a uh, little bit more money, not not tons, but but a significant amount. Um, we've explicitly said um, that people can tweet in a language of their own choice. So at the moment, we've got um, excuse me, we've got one person who's probably going to tweet um, partly in English, partly in German. We've got one, one person that might be doing it in um, Spanish. Um, 
and not sure about anybody else but we, we, we're trying to diversify in that way um on the submission form we're asking people if they've presented present before we're asking people if they identify as coming from groups that are underrepresented so we're trying to we're trying to broaden out what we have in terms of diversity and trying to make it um as open as we can make it um we've we've just announced in the last week that we're sponsoring um a word camp so um a word camp is is, a, is basically a conference just about that they're really common um uh, um but they they often there are ones happening all over the world um so uh we've last year we had all of our yeah last year the only we had one presentation from switzerland all the other presentations were um uh, Great Britain um, we didn't have any from Northern Ireland so I could say United Kingdom um, and Canada and the United States of America so we didn't have any sessions from outside mm. of that this year we've got one presentation so far from Australia we might have another one from Switzerland but we haven't had any from Africa Asia or, or Latin America so um, I went through a list of the word camps that are happening within the next couple of months and we sponsored one in Kolkata and we sponsored one in Kota Kinabalu, so that's one in India, and um, I think Kota Kinabalu is lazier. Um, so we're only, it's only uh, one of the friend level sponsors. You can, you can pay like $10,000 if you want to for sponsorships, but uh, uh, we, we, we did the friend level sponsorship. But I think it's an important thing because one of the, one of, um, as I said last year, we had a kind of, not quite stock takey vibe, but uh, stock takey vibe. We wanted to get a feel for what everyone was doing, and I think it's apparent that uh, there's lots of stuff happening. Uh, I said you'd say the global north or the western hemisphere in terms of WordPress use, but it's hard to get a feel for what's happening outside of that. Hmm. And um, and you know, again, like, for the people listening in, um, um, much as um, I was thinking this to myself, I used to work in an FE college um, as an, just IT support and we, we never went to conferences because I, I guess we just doesn't have happen. but you know if you've got listeners at primary schools at, at six one colleges at um, secondary schools you know whichever whichever educational um, level you're at you're more than welcome um, one of our keynotes Claire um, is is a trainee second year trainee Think she's doing primary school teaching yeah um, so she's, she's taught at the University of Dundee um, but you know she's a She's she's going to end off. Um, uh, I don't know her career plan, but uh, I would guess she would, she would end up being a teacher. So we're trying to make it available for, for all of that. But in the same way, we, you know, the unis kind of perhaps get slightly closed in and don't see what's happening in colleges. Um, I'm sure that we in um, uh, the UK perhaps don't pick up on, on things happening. And so if we could get contributions from from other countries and other kind of cultural systems and see different things, and I think that makes for a much more interesting. Co- conference and and within that kind of uh, that diversity and encouraging people to submit we hopefully see things that are that are really interesting and encourage kind of a, a, better, a greater conversation so a great sharing of ideas and um hopefully uh, kind of build up a community around it yeah uh, and so this i mean a couple of things that when you sponsor somewhere in india are you hoping that that will then somebody with an ed- interest in education who also has an interest in wordpress will Will hook into the conference and maybe offer to present. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That's the yeah, point that, of sponsoring the the word camp sort of thing. Is to get the uh, word yeah, out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple of things. One, um, we can we can afford to uh, sponsoring the two word camps wasn't uh, prohibitively expensive, but, but it's it's again going back to this idea of a public good and kind of mm-hmm. being socially minded. It's a really good way of positioning ourselves, and at the same time. I'm enabling these events to happen. Um, I think they're both happening for the first time in in the cities that I've mentioned. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's both. We're we're helping those events happen, and hopefully, um, getting people on board um, to uh, um, potentially to talk. Um, uh, hopefully, to if not be interested, they consider getting involved. So, we both of the sponsorships we've done. Allow for us in theory to attend the event, um, but uh, I don't think even Ali or myself um, have got the time to, to fly that far mm. out just to go to that. So, we basically, um, the ticket for Kota Kinabalu um, has been awarded to uh, a 
lecturer at a university in the town and you know I've, I've sent him an email to say hey, oh, congratulations on getting it and if, if you fancy submitting to to, to print, that'd be great um, and, and this is uh, in hope that this would happen but also also just like I said for, for the mm. seeing how other people are using and getting a feel for those kind of ideas that might be out there you know like um, we have a tendency to to, to, to you know to, to like say that there's a kind of a closed offness just by I guess the nature of networks um, that we perhaps are seeing kind of and I don't want to say echo chamber because echo chamber feels quite negative but perhaps there are these amazing ideas that just by the nature of the people that we that we, we don't know or don't happen to follow or don't know mm-hmm. or are missing out on and it would be really handy to, to kind of encourage that into the um, yeah certainly the process. certainly I mean, as a primary school teacher you, you, you don't get out to to conferences so a lot of people do rely on things like Twitter uh, the other thing I noticed on, on your Twitter talking about you know sort of public good is you, you seem to be looking around um, accessibility yeah yeah so um, um, there was a tweet this morning about hashtags hmm. um, and um, screen readers um, so uh, the, this is guy that the RNIB took from a Twitter user I DM myself his email I think he was called Robot Voices um, I'll just go check my DMs just to see I sent me the DM uh, he was uh, Robot Hugs Robot Hugs comic um, he wrote some guidance on um, uh, making hashtags accessible so in theory what you're supposed to do if you use a hashtag is you are supposed to capitalise um the the words within the hashtag so um uh looking at what's trending at the moment it's all um it's all football game so that doesn't really count um but so for press ed you would capitalize the p of press you would capitalize the e of the ed and you would capitalize the c of the conference so um you would have three capital letters in and and that means when a screen reader reads it um it will read uh, it would read it as hashtag um press ed conf 19 yeah um, and I guess the other one would be oh yeah trying to work out how I would read if you thought it was one word yeah um, so that's the, uh, looking that sounds like a brilliant idea and you know, it's something I've never thought of you know no no it's it, you know we, we, we've we've got an accessibility toggle on the website which basically just takes the colour out of the page um, so in terms of contrast um, the site should be WCAG compliant but I'll go and check that just to be certain and that WCAG is, is an American standard um, for accessibility which basically makes sure that um, your site is um, uh, uh, usable to as many people who may have accessibility requirements as possible um, we're also um, you, hopefully you last year you received an email or at least an email with a link in um, pointing off to our guidance on people how to what to do on the day and this year we're going to we're going to augment that guidance with information on accessibility so there's been quite a big push on my timeline at least for using alt text on images so we're going to back in and say look if you're going to put an image into your slides can you please um, um, describe you know, describe the images um, or, or, or put, put some or sometimes you say alt text what I've also done is see that people um, uh, put a tweet after the tweet with the image in which describes Describes the image. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's because some people don't have the alt the alt option turned on. You have to you have to go into your config yeah. and turn on the alt text. Um, so that's not without um, an issue. But again, this is this is about making it as usable to as many people as possible, um, or, or, or of a use to as many people as possible, um, which is kind of the goal for this, really. Um, yeah, you know, uh, like going back to talking about open educational resources, the idea of um, I. I sent out a slightly um, facetious tweet early on. I was trying to explain the, the conference to someone, and I said, "Well, it's open and it's online, and it's it's got big numbers, so it's it's technically a massive open online conference." Um, and and yeah, and it's that that element of the openness where you're trying to make it um, as open to as many people as you can do, and make it as as diverse and accessible to as many people as you can do. Because I think. I think partly that's logical, but I think partly that's that's a good thing to have in today's world. Oh, it seems that it, it just what people go into education for, I hope, 
um, is to do something to do with the, the public good. And it also fits quite nicely in with some of the um, ideas around the WordPress project itself. Uh, you know, to be to be as a piece of open source software to be for the public good. Um, I don't know if all of WordPress is, but it certainly seems that you know that they have that aspiration, uh, and they also have some aspirations towards accessibility. I guess uh, there's quite a lot of people working yeah, on yeah. that. You know. Uh, anyway, so last year um, the conference ran, uh, and I think it probably lasted all day. Um, certainly, I came into it in the evening, uh, and it seemed to be incredibly busy um, and, and popular and I, I wonder what sort of feedback you got about the actual conference um, Positive we did a little survey, um, we had a lot of really nice, nice tweets afterwards um, it, it's partly hard to say because um, I had to tweet the next morning and, and say like if you tweeted me yesterday about, about anything that wasn't about press ed, there's no chance I saw yeah. it because my note my notification count was crazy. Like there were there were times when you 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 I'd you know wander off and get a drink and come back and it got up to fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and generally, I think people really liked it as an idea. Um, um, I think it was it was it was well received. I think um, uh, I think it's like people often use the word innovative for it, and I think much as we borrowed the idea from from the. Ecology Twitter conference. I think I think a lot of people it was for the first time. I think like that, as you said earlier, were impressed by the idea and the format. Um, and I think yeah, there was a lot of that. And I think it's I think it remains useful. I think a lot of people saw a lot of interesting stuff. There was a lot of really good feedback, and I hope a lot of people saw each other's work and were inspired by it or formed networks about it um, or formed networks um, with new people. Um, and and yeah, I I enjoyed doing. It so much so that we're doing it for a second time. Um, I still, I, um, I think there's still loads more to do with it, and there's loads more areas to explore. Um, mm. And yeah, and hopefully this year we'll, we'll build on the success of last year. Yeah, and it's certainly it, it, it's a bit. <laughs> I was going to say unique, but it's not unique since it's based on something else. But it was a very different feeling um, presenting on it uh, because you don't normally get questions and feedback firing in that the, 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 the rate you do on, on a Twitter thing um, and you've got a real sense of, of audience I think uh, in doing it and I remember reading it was I think Lorna Campbell who is very a very experienced project, um, presenter I guess and she said she felt really nervous before it and I think I definitely felt that as well um, and I was quite surprised because I spent quite a lot of time on Twitter and things like that uh, and I was talking about something I know and love and just before it I suddenly got a huge gulp <laughs> and it was a very different method of, of, of presenting because you don't have the, the immediate visual feedback but you got much more detailed feedback as you're going yeah yeah I mean, I, I had to do a session last year because well, I didn't have to, but someone someone cancelled on the morning, and uh, so we had a free slot, and I offered it to two p- people who um, had been on kind of like a standby list, but, but neither of them could do that time. Um, and I guess I was so in the zone that I didn't really notice it. But yeah, I I, I could see, um, and a lot of people have said that, and I spoke to them about doing a lot of people said that, that you know they'd be nervous about about taking part. Um, yeah, and I can imagine that it's it's going back to what we talked about just before we started about gigs. I can imagine it's like doing a you're just doing your your first ever gig. You know, you're just standing there getting ready to start, and there's that whole kind of so many things. Is this going to work? You know, I've never done this before, and that's the thing for the for the, for the um, majority of people. I think um, uh, I can think of one person last year who'd done a Twitter conference before, but I think for everybody else, it probably would have been the, the first time. Um, um, and I think it's it's a new thing um, in terms of there's only been there's still probably only been less than 10 um, Twitter conferences uh, e- even the ones that so PA uh, the Public Archaeology Twitter conference is on its third runner but even with that having run three times I still don't think we've got up to 10 
Twitter conferences have happened. So it's quite a, it's quite a rare thing to have done. And um, yeah, I can imagine starting out. Um, yeah, but um, and it would be. I remember um, one of the presenters um, did her session and and then went. Off, I think for lunch and came back and she'd had like 120 notifications mm-hmm. and she said she, she, she'd never had that before as an experience like you know and again most people won't have none of us have, I don't think any of us have got blue ticks or are super famous um, but 120 notifications is kind of you know I'd, I'd I'd have to probably leave my Twitter for maybe a month to get that um, yeah and it, that's quite a, an intense thing and um, it's quite strange as well in terms of feedback for the for the feedback to be quite so um, numbers based, you know, to have um, yeah, to have you know a distinct. Th- these people have liked your tweets. These people have retweeted your tweets. You're getting you know questions straight away and so on. Yeah, I mean, uh, and the other I, I said it was you know it was quite nervous, but the other end of that was that it was um, just uh, once you got through that wee bit of nervousness, it was a really nice experience. I think um, it was like having access to all these people interested in the same thing which if, if you're say you work in a classroom you don't normally get um, that are interested in the same thing with different angles to take and all the rest of it and uh, we're, we're very appreciative and it just was very good fun I think um, to do that and I would certainly recommend anybody with an interest in WordPress to give it a wee shot uh, because I certainly learned a heck of a lot more, I think, um, in, a, in a quite a short time about all sorts of things, not just WordPress. Uh, so a really worthwhile experience for me. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you've said it was fun as well as being nervous. Uh, yeah, I suppose we should focus on trying to get people to, to no, I, I, uh, who are who are thinking about submitting. And I, there seem to be all sorts of different ways people did it I and mean, I think some people did it almost you know they set up their tweets to automatically go out at the, the appropriate interval and things like that and uh, just some people did lots of images other people did a, a mixture of things so it was really a, a, a great stream to watch um, Twitter gets a I suppose sometimes deserved bashing nowadays for some of the things but if you were in that we press ed world for a day it was certainly a pretty delightful place to be yeah yeah i suppose i suppose for all of our for all the talk about accessibility it's, it's a valid thing to say twitter isn't necessarily the, the best place for a lot of people to be so one thing we one thing we've done this year to um ameliorate for that fact is we gonna have possibly one session submitted by someone who isn't on twitter and we're just gonna um Use a guest account to uh, to send their tweets. Um, someone suggested that we should do it on Slack. Um, I don't mind Slack, but I could see it working. Um, um, and you know, there's, you, we could set up a Mastodon and, and run it off a Mastodon. But from recollection from talking to the the experts at Reclaim, uh, um, the Mastodon is is quite a hard thing to set up, um, and it would be um, you know people would have to make a an explicit choice to go there and register whereas um, maybe maybe you can get into a Mastodon without logging in but um, but with Twitter it's just publicly available um, you can create the moments um, really easily and have that have those available for on the, they're, all, they're all available on the press website mm-hmm. for people to look at so that's um, you know um, it's a it's an, it's a it's a it's a handy platform for doing it on um, there we could potentially um, use a WordPress WordPress I was going to say yeah <laughs> Yeah, so there's there is a WordPress theme called P2, yeah. and if if you've used P2, um, you could believe it looks a little bit like Twitter, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be impossible. I mean, you know, um, uh, without promoting myself, I'm a WordPress developer, so could I build something that looked like Twitter uh, in WordPress? Yeah, um, so we could you could do it. That literally you had like a rolling set of authors, and at that point, that author would log into the site and post their updates um, and we could do it that way you know we could have a WordPress conference on WordPress um, but then you fall back on that kind of notion about the Twitter hashtag idea and the idea that you see people or you see that hashtag on you know the people that you follow tweeting about it you click on the hashtag you you know you you, you kind of walk through um, looking 
looking glass is perhaps too dramatic, but let's go with looking glass, you know, and you, you're in this different world, different mm. context. And, um, you know, that, and like there's like a suddenly there's a network and there's a group and there's all those things of organisation whereas if you kind of take it out of that system you lose you know you lose some of those benefits of discovery and serendipity which um, would be a shame um, but you know there's um, we did a we did a conference presentation about this and uh, Martin Hawksey who you may know of for his uh, excellent Tags Explorer um, asked you know could you imagine it that um, what people did was their first tweet was like a periscope link and they just live streamed their talk for 15 minutes and I was like yeah I mean that could work I, gu- I guess we copied roughly what the public archaeology Twitter conference did um, but they they scheduled their, their day slightly differently to how we schedule ours so there's, there's, there's variation in the form and um, I don't think there's any law that says the Twitter conference has to be XYZ um, I think it could take on lots of different forms and I, I could see that, that you could um, you could um, find lots Lots of other ways of doing the same thing. Um, I, I'm kind of happy enough to be on Twitter, but there's lots of other ways that we could do it to make it interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's just interesting to think around, especially with the, with the WordPress idea, but uh, I think one of the things you've got with Twitter is that people will discover it. People are already hooked into that um, and used to it, all the rest of it, uh, and it, it does an awful lot of work for you. I think if you were going to do P2, it would require quite a lot of work on your part to get it just sitting right. Uh, uh, I think yeah, even, yeah. I think even WordPress have given up um, using yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, we um, we had a management committee site set up in, on a variation of a P2 theme, and it seemed that P2 had disappeared from the theme repository. Mm. Um, uh, so. Yeah, it looks like it's if not quite abandoned, then not um, not for flavor of the month anymore. Um, but WordPress used to do this thing where um, um, uh, so I don't know how when when Tumblr started getting big, WordPress introduced the post formats feature, which not all themes support. Yeah. But when you but on the right hand side when you're editing your posts, so you can go. This is an image. This is a gallery. This is the, all these things. And then in theory it can display various things because that was something that Tumblr was doing really well and you know WordPress was was worried that people were going off to Tumblr and you could look at P2 and go oh are we we worried that people are going to go off to Twitter Hmm. Um, I I guess now they've 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 they don't consider Twitter a threat or a rival or they're they're happy that they're distinct enough creatures that they they aren't um, in theory stealing from each other um yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a there's a whole lot of weeds you can go off into in there. I was I was going to start web mentions, but I think we should get back to the conference. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, do you want to maybe have a wee word talk about what's happening this year? Then it's on um, on April the eighteenth, I believe. Yeah, press yes, nineteen. Yeah. So there's quite a lot of time to get yeah. ready. You've already got yep. some keynotes and things set up. I don't know if you want to mention who's who's involved in that. Yep, yep. So um, in theory, uh, it's the same day as last year, but it's because it's the day before Good Friday. Um, so um, and last year it was the day before Good Friday. It's just there's just you know it's twenty two days later. I think this year than it was last year. Um, but that means in theory, um, hopefully. Um, uh, for people at universities and colleges and for uh, people at schools there shouldn't be students around Uh, it's been a long time so I don't know what kids get off at Easter these days Um, but in theory that makes it quite quite an accessible day for us to base it on Um, we don't tend to clash with any other conference um, that's happening Um, although obviously you could be at a conference and still partake in, in press ed there's, there's no great reason not to um, yeah submission, submissions are open at present until March the 10th uh, all you need your submission is 280 characters maximum so you can submit um, uh, annoyingly last year it was uh, when we planned the conference it was 140 character tweets and by the time um, the conference uh, happened it was 280 character tweets um, uh, so you know there was a, you could be a lot more um you could be tw- you could be twice as a uh, use twice as many characters. Uh, um, 
yes, yeah, so what you need is up to 280 characters of an idea uh, to talk about. Um, and uh, that's it, really. That's all you have to do. You just, we just need a name, a Twitter handle, an email address, your submission. And uh, the time zones you can, uh, the times you can present it, and that's all you need. So, and you don't even have to come up with your fully fledged idea to submit. Um, in terms of keynotes, um, we've got uh, in no particular order: Lorna Richardson. Uh, Lorna uh, Richardson is a uh, um, lecturer, uh, possibly a senior lecturer at uh, uh, UEA in Norwich, um, and she is the organizer slash founder of the Public Archaeology Twitter Conference. Who we basically wouldn't exist without there's quite a neat lineage um in twitter conference history is that we're all we're all on the same tree and um, we're all we're all we're all inspired by one of the member um and there's a, there's a, a conference uh someone who partook in patc3 uh last week announced they were going to do a twitter conference um so it's always like that that famous velvet underground quote that you know not a lot of people bought their records but everyone who did buy their records went off and formed a band yeah <laughs> um and it's um there's kind of uh, there's clearly people people do twitter conferences and to get this kind of you know wow we should do this on this topic and you can you can trace back the lineage of the dna that we're that all the you know the the, the the we're all quite tightly bound to each other and there's quite, quite a nice camaraderie so we're really happy that that lorna could be our keynote you know we wouldn't literally um in the truest sense of the word literally wouldn't exist without our um, I don't know if we ever got around to the idea of doing a Twitter conference. Um, uh, if we hadn't, if we hadn't yes. seen that, um, <laughs> um, and hopefully she's got lots to say. She's uh, she does a lot of work in digital humanities, and so hopefully she's got um, lots of interesting things to talk about. Uh, then we've got Martha Bertis. Martha Bertis is uh, uh, does a lot of work with WordPress, um, and she's at the University of Mary Washington, um, which is famous really for. The domain of one's own project for a lot of the work that's happened there on on giving students domains or encouraging staff to have their domains and kind of working outside of um, uh, VLEs and LMSs um, for doing your coursework. Um, so we're really really chuffed that she can um, join us. Um, then we got Claire Smith. Um, Claire Smith is um, as we discussed earlier. She's a she's a student at the University of Dundee. Is looking to, um, I think doing primary primary education and we're really happy because we like um, that she can come back she was we were really grateful last year to get students to submit so again when I was talking about education institutions earlier um, we're happy to get submissions from from lecturers from teachers from people working on WordPress on a, on a technical nature um, and from students using it for various ways we've got one submission we've had this year is about a student who started off a blog when they were a student and now they're blogging um, professionally it's the same blog and how that blog has kind of gone with them on that journey um, and we're really grateful for, uh, for Claire for, for, for agreeing to do a key you know, for us and again to talk about kind of um, how she's using WordPress and it, again it's about the, the difference in voices between having a, a, um, a great representation um, although um, I think we've got two two Scottish keynotes this year yeah I think two um, so you're, you're well represented in terms of keynotes um, and then we've got Kevin Gannon um, who's handle is the uh, the two prof and um, he does a lot of work with, with WordPress he's got a very good blog tweets a lot he's very um, um, involved with social justice and, and issues like that and it's great to bring someone who kind of has that those um, that interesting diversity and accessibility to come along and, and help um, um, help help us cover those issues too in terms of what he talks about um, uh, apologies for sounding vague because um, unlike um Unlike people who have to submit ideas, and for want of uh, not sounding um, too divisive, the, the keynotes don't have to submit abstracts. We ask them, we ask them if they'd like to do a talk. So we have no idea what they talk about. That's brilliant. <laughs> I just love that idea. You don't know what these guys are going to say. That's fantastic. Uh, sorry, uh, great stuff. Um, yeah, it could go. It could go hellishly wrong. Um, but I, I hope. I hope. I hope that it won't um, um, yeah and it was interesting with Claire because I think on the day that we booked it um, or the day we're having the conference Claire is teaching somewhere so when she said I have to do the keynote late in the evening we were like yep that's fine um, so, so last year we ran from 10 till 10 we always intended to run from 10 till 10 and as much as we could because in theory again in terms of um, accessibility that uh, allows us um, allows 
in, in, in hopefully everyone in the world can chip in at some point and it also means people who, who might be working or have got things on from say certain times that it gives them scope to um to, to, to present later in the day um and you know get, offer people that that flexibility no, I, I think, think that's, that's all the keynotes we've got one key, one key that we uh, haven't announced yet but um i won't do that now um apologies um we'll wait till we get the bio because that way i can talk about um uh, i can make sure that they are described in the way they would wish to be described and not have me um taking guesses yeah no that's that 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 seems fair enough although we exclusive would have been cool uh, <laughs> uh, um if, if i tell you what um i'll meet you halfway i'll do it in a, in a in a gossip page style and say it's another it's another uh it's another scottish academic who does a lot of her research on twitter Oh right, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's a few, there's a few a few names, but we can, we can start with Linda. Yeah. It's, it, all of the people I know are Scottish academics uh, on Twitter <laughs> that use WordPress would be a wonderful addition because um, we certainly seem to have a lot of folk interested now. Um, and as well as the keynotes, there'll be a, a bunch of sessions running as well, and people can submit to do that. And you've said earlier yep. that when they submit, they've got two hundred and 40 characters this year, have they? Uh, 280. 280 characters um, to, yep. to submit yep. this year. So that, again, I mean, you say the, the, the keynotes, you don't know what they're going to talk about, but if you get 280 characters, it's a, a an interesting cut for you to to be looking at, at that, that amount of brevity. And I guess if they can present, or they can explain what they're presenting about in 280 characters, they should manage the, the actual... Um, the actual um, uh, presentation and the presentations is uh, are you doing the same sort of format as last year? It was I think fifteen tweets a minute apart or something like that. That sort of idea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, uh, yes, uh, I think we said last year ten to fifteen tweets in fifteen minutes. Yeah. And ideally, try and schedule them at one a minute. Uh, we didn't specify whether people should thread, because one of the issues with people threading is none of the scheduling, I don't think any of the schedulers can thread. Mm. Um, so um, some people effectively live tweeted, um, some people live, live tweeted, some scheduled some. Um, so there was a variety of ways that, that things happened. Um, I did ask the RNIB Twitter account earlier whether if it knew if threaded tweets were more accessible and that and non-threaded tweets, and I'm going to assume they are, are uh, logically it feels like they would be because you could get them all on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, so we might alter the guidance according to that. So yeah, so what... So wait, <clears throat> excuse me, so basically what... Um, um, keynotes get 20 minutes and 20 tweets, um, up to 20 tweets, up to 20 minutes, and um, uh, standard sessions are 15 minutes and 15 tweets, and then you can leave time I'm a little bit of time afterwards for questions. Um, so in theory, people could be asking questions when the next session had started off and were running. Um, that's how we choose to do it. Um, uh, and that's what we'd offer. And that's probably how I, I can't, I can't think at the moment for a reason we would, we will um, deviate from that this year. Um, there was talk last year, whether we could do streams, but I think streams in a Twitter conference would be, um, yeah, would be very confusing. The idea of two people talking at the same time, Oh no! Um, yeah, the same two, hashtag, but yeah, yeah. So two tracks. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You just, you just sort of yeah, that, that just that feels like it would be pushing um, anyone's yeah. ability to pass information. Um, you know, uh, and like one thing that came out last year was, was um, um, as Jim said, uh, as Jim said in the final keynote, he's been to a conference that has a hashtag. He's not been to a conference that is a hashtag. Yeah. And one of the issues with that is that if you want to talk about the conference. Um, there's a risk that you know. Then logically, you just use the conference hashtag. But the problem is, the person who's presenting is probably tagging their tweets with the conference hashtag. So if you if you dropped onto the hashtag, you'd probably see five or six people within the last minute were all tweeting on the hashtag. But you'd be like, oh, okay, well, which of these is the current presenter? Um, and we weren't sure this year whether to like have a a press ed chat hashtag, which you could use to talk about mm. the um, the conference, or whether it's better just to kind of accept the kind of the signal and the noise and just go right this is the hashtag everyone's on this hashtag um and maybe presenters put presenter into their tweet or something like that um but again this is this is the weird thing 
because because there's been less than ten. There's there's not really hard and fast rules. Um, we we borrow the public archaeology conferences style um, of, of fifteen minutes. I think fifteen minutes is fair, fair enough um, to kind of a standard conference presenting time. Anyways, um, and even when the number of letters per tweet. Uh, characters per tweet went up to 280 we didn't then go oh actually you can only have seven tweets because um, I think for a lot of people like on a purely personal level um, I've been on Twitter that long that when I get to about 140 characters I stop I stop anyway um, I, 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 I sometimes go to 280 if I have to but um, and then I can you know now you can thread as well um, there's there's lots of ways you can um, you can um, expand on kind of quite complicated ideas and points without necessarily feeling um, that you have to be very um, you know uh, precise with the word that you're yeah. using or you know that you're, you, you lack nuance or so on it's something well, you hear quite often I think I mean if it, I, certainly last year I think what I did was use the press ed conference but also had a title hashtag for what I was talking about yeah so that meant that it's, well. it, it's easy enough to pull together and the other thing I think is that it's much, it's much more anxious to actually do the tweets live rather than have a service put them out for you. So I think it's a good idea to do that, uh, you know, to get a bit yeah. of a bit of nerves going, um, you're, and also maybe to, to avoid having to worry too much because you're looking for that text file where you get your next tweet and the image you've got yeah. and trying to get it all together. So that that that's. That I think added to some of the fun, um, rather than having them all yeah, que- queued up by a service. Um, it may be just different people will like different things, but I quite enjoyed that idea. Yeah, I, I like I, the session I stood in for. I live tweeted mine. I, I wrote the tweets in Word and um, then had them good to go um, when the session started. Um, I do remember one of the sessions last year um, was that paranoid you got his time zone wrong um that when his the first tweet of his session came on top time he cheered on the hashtag and um, so the second tweet of his presentation was, was, was him celebrating was celebrating the fact that he got the time zone right um and um you know that's the weird thing because obviously for the people in the uk um and various other places then you know the time zone is the time zone but um uh you know if you're in the the us or canada then the, the time zone variations and we'll be on Last year, I th- think we were still GMT, and this year we're British summertime. So that's going to be, you know, an extra hour of fiddling. Um, and I'm so used, that's another thing about like, things that you've picked up. I'm so used to typing UTC now um, after time zones just to, to get over the, to, to express the fact that it's, um, um, uh, uh, that's, that's the time zone we're working in. But unfortunately, this year we'll be used. UTC plus one, um, which just makes it a little bit more awkward for, for everyone. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, hopefully not too bad. But it's only something to bear in mind, really, if you're scheduling your tweets, is to make sure you you, you get them in the right hour. Um, I remember um, um, the, the public archaeology Twitter conference. Uh, they had a they had a joke drinking game, um, and one of the th- reasons that you drink is someone scheduled their tweets, and it's an hour out, <laughs> or someone scheduled their tweet, someone scheduled their tweet, and they've got like number two happens and then number four happens and then number three happens um, yeah. and again it's last year last year someone scheduled one an hour out but only one of their tweets was an hour out um, which was fun for me when I was doing the moments because you have to go looking for you know trying to fish it out an hour beforehand yeah but um, yeah so there's, there's various things but um, and, and again these are things uh, you talk about there's not been a lot of them uh, um, but I could imagine at a real conference um, or a physical attending conference um, you, you were t- turning up an hour earlier something you might do because you might get the time wrong but uh, I find it interesting that you did a little bit of the conference uh, put your presentation an hour beforehand and the rest of it at the right time is uh, you know something I imagine would be quite hard to do Yeah, um, but I think that, that kind of celebrates like you say it kind of celebrates the individuality of the experience but also the kind of the, the character that the conference has that it's it has all these things that you, you, you don't know is happen- don't know happening and I wouldn't say that we we're flying by the feet of our pants, but we're not a million miles away from doing that. It's quite, um, it's quite a hectic and uh, flowing day, and I think reflects the kind of the general kind of sort of stream of consciousness that Twitter is. But then it's the joy of it being multiple, um, multiple 
multiple streams of consciousness happening at the same time. Yeah, and I think the other well, the nice thing to is that because people were doing it about WordPress, there was an awful lot of people followed up by pulling their tweets together or pulling their thoughts together. Uh, I would say probably more than a, a normal conference. Uh, so you got this sort of series of echoes coming off with different people either reproducing what they'd said or um, reflecting on how the conference went in, in a nice way. Yeah, I think I think uh, Lorna definitely did a blog afterwards. Um, I think, did you do, you do a blog afterwards? Yeah. Oh, there was a good few Chris because did. I think I, yeah. I'm sure somewhere I've got a collection of posts. There was various people did it, and you know it it just kind of kept echoing around. And the other thing is that I noticed. I'm just looking back at um, the post I did because I, I hooked it up with web mentions to the tweets. So that got quite a lot of people who I sort of know from social media, but are not educators who were interested um, and followed on. So you got a real nice mix across different things. I think, which I think was was pretty good. Yeah. That- I was going back to the, you know, the, the, I'd say most of the feedback were, was was, was um, logically, perhaps in blogs, um, people talk, talking about how much they enjoyed it and how nice an experience it was, and you know what, what a lot of people got from the day, um, and that was a that was a nice thing to see happen. I, I don't think the, I don't think the hashtag quiet and down really um, to probably like a day or two later till it had kind of sort of you know slowly um, it kind of slowly faded away. It's quite a long tail, which is quite a nice thing to to uh, to, to see. Yeah, no, I sort of thoroughly enjoyed it, and I, I would just recommend anybody interested in education and blogs, um, or whatever mixture of the two, or even if people were curious about doing more open online work, it's a really good entry point to listen to some of these people uh, who've been doing it for a while, or. I say, and all the, the the variety you talked earlier about the crossover. I mean, I'm a primary school teacher, but I've learned a lot over the years from listening to people in tertiary education or nursery education, um, and it, it, it's nice to get that sort of coalescence around WordPress, which is not linked to any particular form or theory of education. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say there were a lot of people again going back to the earlier quote uh, the earlier conversation about um trying to internationalize a bit more for those sort of reasons and i also think it's as well we had we had people presenting um um last year i, I don't want to name names but but experienced wordpress people people who've been in doing wordpress for 10 years at least um some maybe more than that and some people who um last year we had one presenter from University of Strathclyde who, who started her blog literally just after the first call for papers went out, and she was she went she, she I remember having a conversation with her, and she's like, "Well, should I submit?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, of course you should." And like, you know, it's, I don't want a lot of people say stuff like, "Just like, you know, I don't think this is different enough, or I don't think this is innovative enough, or I don't think this, and I don't think that." And, and again, it's it's over, trying to persuade people to overcome that, um, kind of. I don't want to say it's necessarily imposter syndrome but a neg- the negative view they might have of their own work um, and we can't guarantee we can let everyone present because just you know that's the uh, we're, we're mm. somewhat time limited but we'd, we'd like to think that even if you even um, you know the, there's beauty in the smallest of things and there's beauty in, in people's love and enjoyment that they get from, from things that they do and um, I'd like to think anyone would submit um, and we wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be concerned um, that we wouldn't give it um, them a chance and a platform because we want to we want like say the stock take is a cold cold way of building it but to see the the, the variation the difference in the communities and you never know like say it's um like I said before when you start out there's the nerves and you're never sure how people say it but somebody about oh, this is you know this little thing that you're doing might be the exact thing that somebody else is looking for uh, um and until we try we, we just won't know um yeah, that, that was got quite, quite quite deep and meaningful there. But yes, it's the um, no. I think it's it's exactly um, the, the, the because when somebody says Twitter, you usually think throwaway. Um, you know, yeah. and it's not actually. There's so many different 
things going off this conference and this idea of running a conference online uh, that gets to some really interesting places like the accessibility and, and I don't mean you know the accessibility for people to join in uh, for any you know anywhere really that's got some device that attaches to Twitter which pretty much adds a lot of people to the, the potential list yeah yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Um, yeah, and that's the thing we want. We want to feel that um, anyone who is is using WordPress in, in in almost any educational research or, or teaching in context uh, could submit an idea should they want to or should they feel inclined to do so. And and hopefully, uh, if you're feeling nervous about it, I didn't mention this earlier, but if, if you're not sure uh, or want some help, we have a mentoring project. So you, if you want to run an idea past us, you you can email. Um, hey at presentconf.org um, and this information is on our website and then we'll, we you can anonymously post your idea and we can you know people can we've got people who volunteered their time to, to give you feedback and help talk you through it and we've also got a site which is uh, toptips.presentconf.org which is people talking about how they put together their presentation so we've got um, a lot of support from uh, previous press editors and the community to encourage people to do so so there's a lot of people out there that would be you know really keen to help hmm. people um should people choose or feel that they need it we're, we'd like to we'd like to help certainly you know, it's, it's always easy to recommend it and the other i mean which probably i've held you on for ages here pat but just wrap up quite soon but the other thing i'd like to say is it's a really nice site the, the our set of sites um and it, it doesn't look very like many of the the common WordPress sites you see, which is nice to see. Um, actually- yeah, I, uh, um, yeah, me and my partner have um, a running joke that um, you see some WordPress sites and you can tell it's a WordPress mm. site like straight away. Um, like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of very classical forms that that WordPress sites have. Um, I did find a theme the other day um, on the Theme Explorer. I was uh, my brother's just set up a business. Um, um, selling, selling. Um, I'll say, I'll say politely, alpaca byproducts. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just changed job, and um, um, with some of the money he got from redundancy, I think he bought um, an alpaca that was living at a farm, and uh, um, he now uh, goes down to look after that every day. And I was setting up a blog for him, um, uh, like using using WooCommerce, which is a WordPress plugin, which basically allows you to to run your own shop. And um, yeah, there was one thing was that was. Um, all the primary colours basically hmm. it was uh, it wasn't quite gallery because it was more styled than that and um, I was um, when I was coming up with the theme I was trying to think I want it to I want I want the conference to have a feel and a characteristic and kind of a vibe to it and um, I, I don't know your age John but I'm guessing we're roughly about the same age and I, I always used to love on, on spectrums uh, this is how old I am on the spectrum keyboard it had the colours <laughs> on the, the the numbers at the top so like one was the like cyan, magenta, yellow, uh, green, red, and I always like those quite strong, kind of vibrant colours. So I thought I, I thought I would um, um, try and uh, try and base it around those, um, and I wanted it, yeah, to feel a little bit different and to have, have kind of a character to it. Um, um, I think a lot of you know um, we have a slight benefit really in that we're not uh, um, we're not affiliated to say like a large academic body, and we're not affiliated. Created to, to sort of a you know a, a learned organisation or something like that. So there's only there's only really me and Natalie that are on the uh, um, involved at a kind of an organisational level, and we've had a bit of help from a few of the people this year. But primarily it's Natalie and myself. So normally I'll come up with an idea, or Natalie will come up with an idea, and we'll go, "Does this work for you?" And we'll be like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. So we're quite um, quite quick in the way we do things, and um, yeah, I just I spend a lot of time making WordPress themes. So the chance to kind of Experiment and do something a little bit different was a uh, was um was always good fun and it's it probably is a little bit too colourful and uh, um, in terms of accessibility it probably could do with being reshaped a little um, but um, yeah. I tried um, I tried with the colours to make sure they were at least high contrast colours so hopefully that um, that counts for something um, uh, it, it, it looks great as somebody who runs a, a grey on grey WordPress site um, it looks uh, very refreshing. <laughs> Uh, I really like it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, one of the things that um, yes, I should have said really, one of the things that we do that's quite neat on that theme is um, 
if your theme supports it, your theme will have an option called Featured Image, which allows you to set a image specific for that post, and that image can then be used on the website sometimes for, for backgrounds or in other mm-hmm. places. Um, in, in the Press Ed theme, um, which is a variation on the theme uh, uh, that I made uh, from a partner, um, uh, each post has a featured colour, um, so you can set a colour per post. Um, so the colours that you see on the homepage are theme specific. So when you go to that theme, you also see elements that are also um, that colour as well. So we tried to um, we added that feature in uh, to try and make it easier to to set colours up, so people could choose um, anyone using that theme. It's not publicly available, but it will be at some point. Um, could uh, could make their site kind of different. Um, when I try to develop things, I try to give people a lot of options so they've got a bit more control over their site um, and um, give people a bit more um, a bit more choice a bit more power in, in terms of look and feel yeah so it's lovely so I don't know if there's anything else you want to finish off with Pat um, other than there's still room for one or two people I guess to present yeah um, there's a yeah, yeah. great set of keynoters set up um, is there anything else you want to yeah no, just to, just to say uh, to anyone listening in who's got a WordPress site um, or thinking about getting a WordPress site or wants to talk about something to do with their their site um, and they're, they're, they're working um, in education or doing something that's educational or doing something that's related to um, research around education or research in any form really in terms of educational spaces or anything pedagogically, um, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you're more than welcome to, to tweet us to follow us on Twitter. On Twitter, we're at PressEdConf. Um, uh, you can email us at hey at pressedconf.org. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We, we try to set it up structurally that we've got support available for people should they want to talk, talk about these sort of things. And yeah, it'd be, it'd be great to get stuff on board. Uh, we've always had a lot of interest um, from Scotland. Um, I say Scotland. Uh, I, um, uh, I in, in its defence, uh, we, we had a running joke the other day that we, we've never had anything from uh, north of Dundee. So, you know, if you're in Aberdeen or in Inverness or any of the Highlands or the, the, the Shetlands or the Hebrides, um, you know, you're, you're underrepresented. We've got, I think so far this year, we've got a couple from Edinburgh, uh, a couple from Glasgow, and I think one from Dundee. Um, but I'm assuming, you know, don't want to say Central Belt, because I guess Dundee's probably not Central Belt. Um, but, um, you know, it'd be nice to. Uh, to, to, to see more and get, to get more views in it. and um, without sounding um, uh, you know like I'm playing to the crowd we always seem to get a lot of interest from Scotland um, so it'd be good to get um, to get more people in but um, we, we, we kind of reached out to yourself to kind of you know look for people outside of outside of universities um, and hopefully um, hopefully some of those people might be listening and they might be interested in doing so certainly I know uh, one or you, you, two Highland and Island um blogs, school, school people that use blogs some of who are listeners so uh, this is your big chance folks um, to have some fun I think uh, and yeah, yeah. contribute a bit so a huge thanks to you Pat for, for chatting tonight um, yourself you can be found as is it how would you pronounce your twitter name it's a long story so basically um when I was when I when I was still still just a, an e-learning person working full time um, for unis, I was spor- sporadically being asked by people if I could do a bit of work for them and whether they could pay me. And um, because um, I'm fully committed to paying all the tax that I need to pay, I set up a uh, um, self-employed to do so. And I was thinking, right, I want a, a five-letter Twitter handle, um, or I want to get like a short Twitter handle so I can get a short um, domain name. And um, so I, I just basically took pedagogy and took out the ED and the A of pedagogy. So I would pronounce it pedagogy. Pedagogy. Uh, which is delightfully pedagogy, yeah. Uh, you know, that's, there's me talking about accessibility and I've got a Twitter handle that no one can pronounce. Nice. Um, I'm sure some of the Welsh people will manage that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, um, I was, um, and that, that's that's the running joke behind the, um, the logo, which is the penguin on the pogo stick, because the first person, um, when I went full-time self-employed, the first person that's, I uh, worked with thought Pigogi was something to do with penguins and the second person thought it was something to do with pogo sticks um, so I had to come up with a logo and I went oh I'll just have a penguin on a pogo stick um, you know and that, uh, kind of again going back to the kind of the whole kind of the website vibe is kind of sums 
sort of uh, my way of thinking about a lot of these things that you know um I, I haven't done really a lot of branding or marketing courses so when it came down to the idea i went yeah having a penguin on a pogo stick makes perfect sense yeah it works for me certainly um uh, you've done a lot of really interesting stuff with wordpress and other other platforms and people can follow you up on twitter at piogi and we'll have links in the the show notes to everything we've talked about so if you're looking to get in contact with pat or to think about hooking up with press ed um you'll be able to get from there. I should have this audio up in a, a day or two. Um, yeah, so right. thank you very much, Pat. Um, there obviously is so much more to talk about, and I would guess that people will get a huge amount out of the, the conference. I've certainly had a, an interesting uh, talk this, this evening. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, and thanks thanks for having us, and thanks for everyone that's, that's listened in, and, and thanks for everyone that... Uh, listens in in the future and uh, don't worry about reaching out I'm, I'm more than happy to talk to anyone on any topic brilliant thank you I'm just hanging up the broadcast now cheers folks <laughs>